This is PFS Festival Radio. Welcome back to PFS Festival Radio. I'm delighted to have on the show today, Pete Matthew. Pete, welcome to the show. Thanks, Martin. Great to be here. What does it say on your business card? <laughs> it says Peter B. Matthew. I'm very proud of the B there. That's my middle name, Benedict. Um, it's got CFP and AFPS, uh, sorry, APFS after it. And then Managing Director, which is uh, my sort of job title here, and then Chartered Financial Planner. Does that answer the question? I think that covers it, doesn't it? <laughs> so yeah, I, could, I, I wish I'd come up with something more interesting, actually. It's a bit of an opportunity for creativity, which I didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> There's always time. Now, you're perhaps best well-known in the financial planning community for your prolific content creation, especially videos and your podcast, all part of the Meaningful Money series. series. How did all that start? Oh, sometimes I feel like I've told this story hundreds of times, but it's um, more by accident than by design is, is the quick answer. Uh, I read a book called Crush It!, uh, by a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk, who is a sort of classic American dream story. Uh, you know, a Russian immigrant to New York. His dad built up a business. Gary took it over and uh, he became a massive $60 million a year. What we would call essentially an off-license, a beer and wine uh, merchant. But um, Gary's famous for uh, aggressively using online video to um, further his personal brand and to grow his business. He's a business builder, first and foremost. And the message of that book was that whatever your message is, you can now get it out there for free or almost for free. And if it's any good, if what you put out online is any good, people will show up. And that sort of coincided with me, you know, really wanting to make a bit of a dent in the universe, really. And people telling me I was good at explaining things. And so I really wanted to get the message out that financial planning actually is dead simple. It's a question of doing a few things right consistently. But the problem is we don't teach people what those things are. And, you know, just as we're not born knowing how to drive a car, it's ridiculous that we assume that people will just by osmosis uh, work out how best to manage money. Uh, and that's particularly disingenuous given that we have a financial services industry which seems intent to further its own agenda rather than uh, increase the, the financial well-being of its customers. So I wanted to sort of make a very small difference uh, in that really. So I started uh, shooting videos back in, my gosh, April 2010, incredible, seven years ago. Did 300 of those, and then I fell in love with the medium of podcasting, uh, internet radio, uh, to put it very simply, and thought I'd have a go at that. So I sort of pivoted, really, and now, uh, you know, 215 episodes later, as I speak to you now, I'm about a week away from uh, getting my one millionth download. So, you know, it's become a bit of a monster, this little sort of sideline that I thought I'd have a go at. Um, but uh, it's led to all kinds of good things for me and my business. So I'm very glad that I started it and I'm as enthusiastic about it now as I was uh, on day one, more so, in fact. And you're speaking at the PFS Festival of Financial Planning at the NEC in Birmingham on the 7th and 8th of November. Can you give us a bit of a sneak preview of your talk? What, what can visitors to the PFS Festival expect from your session? The thing I think we forget as advisors, we're so used to talking about this stuff and any of us that have been doing the job for any length of time, it's just second nature. But we forget what a massive deal it is for prospects to walk into our office to pick up the phone for the very first time and to trust us with their personal finances. Life savings in many cases, you know, maybe they've had bad experiences in the past. So for them to take that step and trust us with their financial planning 
is huge. And I think we just uh, underestimate that uh, as advisors very often, or we just forget it because it's, you know, part of the course for us. Um, but what I found through doing Meaningful Money is that by consistently creating helpful, uh, educational, inspiring, dare I say it, a little bit entertaining content, you can actually help people learn to trust you before they've even met you. Um, the very first client that I gained from Meaningful Money, after 18 months of pumping out three videos a week, uh, sent me a great long email with their full financial history on. I mean, that's madness, isn't it? You just don't do that. <laughs> Send a random email to some guy in uh, Cornwall with your full financial history on, including figures. Um, but at the end of it, they said, Having watched several of your videos, we feel like we know you and can trust you. Will you work with us? And for me, that was a, a huge moment because these people were saying that even though they'd never met me, because they had consumed my online content, uh, they felt like they knew me and they felt like they could trust me. I mean, talk about a buy-in signal, you know, will you work with us? So I've sort of developed my thinking on that over time and have come to understand what makes uh, content which will engender trust. So I'm basically going to be talking a lot about that, going to be um, covering a little bit about technology and why it's important and how we need not to hanker after the past, but instead embrace what's coming, mobile devices, uh, different uh, media than perhaps we were used to. None of the old stuff yet is dead, you know, stuff like seminars and print media and stuff like that. But it's got to be used in conjunction with the, uh, the more modern digital media. So a little bit about that, but primarily about uh, engendering trust with people uh, before they even pick up the phone or walk in your door. Well, a highly recommended session. Do get along and see Pete speak about all of that. Which speakers at the PFS Festival are you most looking forward to seeing? Well, I, I've never heard heard Paul Armson speak. I interviewed him recently for my podcast and um, really got to like the guy. We've uh, gone back and forth on email several times and had a couple of conversations since. So I'm looking forward to actually meeting him in the flesh. Clearly, the guy is a bit of a legend in uh, UK financial planning circles. So I'd like to sort of see that he actually exists and isn't just sort of a halo, <laughs> halo wearing sort of, <laughs> um, you know, sort of phantom. But uh, and he's not just spending all his time on his yacht. He's actually going to be back here in the UK. So I'm really looking forward to meeting Paul. Uh, other than that, Sir Clive Woodward, I'm not a rugby fan. I don't actually understand how rugby works very much, <laughs> even though I was raised in rugby league country. Um, but, you know, the guy clearly achieved great things and continues to do so. So I'm looking forward to hearing Sir Clive as well. Pete, thank you for joining us on PFS Festival Radio today. Before I let you go, tell us what was the first album you bought? The first single that I bought uh, was Rocket by uh, Def Leppard, which was pretty cool. The first album that I bought, bear in mind, I was raised in fairly strict evangelical churches. And my dad was uh, an editor of a Christian magazine. And we used to get sent samples all the time. And I fell in love with a band called Petra, who were a sort of Christian rock band, amazing musicians. And so actually, the first album I ever bought was one of theirs, which was called On Fire from 1997, I believe. There you go. Pete, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. Thanks, Martin. Great to have been here.